the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning. You're in the loop. Every week we talk with the people who make San Antonio a better place to live. Thanks for joining us in the loop. Here's your host, Milton Glick. And welcome to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick, and that's just what we do. We get you caught up with the people and the organizations that are making San Antonio a better place to live. We're going to talk today again about one of my favorite places in San Antonio. And uh, you're going to learn that it's much more than maybe you knew about, much more than it certainly appears to be. We're going to talk about the Tobin Center. Our guest today is Rick Frederick. He is the Director of Resident Company and Community Engagement. And uh, we're going to learn all about the Tobin Center. Uh, Rick, sometimes what I do, Rick, welcome to the show, first of all. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is this is going to be fun. I th- uh, you're going to enjoy it, and I think our listeners are going to be uh, a little enlightened about all the stuff that you do there. One of the things that we do, Rick, is occasionally uh, we kind of talk a little bit about things that are upcoming, and then we get into kind of the, the, the history and stuff and uh, all the, the nuts and bolts of, like, the Tobin. So you've got the wellness program. Let's do a little mini commercial right now and tell us a little bit about that. And, you know, then we'll get into the Tobin, the history and all that good stuff. Of course. Yeah. You know, wellness at the Tobin used to be um, fitness on Will Naylor Smith Plaza. And it was a partnership that we very much enjoyed uh, pre-pandemic. And when we came back, we thought we needed something a little bit uh, more encompassing, um, for the community and with uh, you know, the pandemic slowing things down and gathering was difficult, we, we brainstormed a bit and we really started thinking about fitness and why we do it, why we offer it at the Tobin. And um, we kind of came around to the idea that wellness was a bit more appropriate and mm. that we could uh, gear our programming uh, around the well-being of our community. Um, as you say, I mean, it's just great that you talk to people that make uh, San Antonio a better place, and we're super thrilled and, and flattered that you would think that we do that. It is in our mission that we try our best to improve the quality of life in San Antonio, and this is one way we do it. So we're using fitness still. We still provide fitness classes, um, but we have also provide meditation classes, drum circle groups. Um, we're doing Zumba, and then we started adding um, dancing um, to that. So there's several aspects of wellness, which are you know social, physical well-being, uh, mental well-being, and um, just being more well-rounded as a person. Yeah, indiv- uh, environmental well-being as well is one of the things we have. So mm. every Saturday morning. Uh, for the first four Saturdays of the month, we uh, have something happening in our wellness program at uh, in the morning at uh, 9 a.m. And then every fifth Saturday, we're kind of throwing in something new. But then every third Wednesday, we have dancing. And so our first 
dancing session is going to be on the 16th of March, and it's going to be salsa. Oh, wow. Yeah. We're super excited. And then uh, in the next uh, coming months, we'll also do belly dancing, and we um, have a swing class as well. And these are classes, so I can learn how to salsa. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Wow. Um, it comes from that idea, you know, if, if you've ever been in Europe and you go through a piazza or you go uh, on the Seine in Paris and you're on the river, as we are here, and there are people who are gathering uh, in plazas and they're just playing music and they're dancing together. And um, I think it was the shift, the blessing of the shift that the pandemic brought us was that need to take the time to create space where we can come together as a community and just share time. Okay, and now. we thought dancing is an amazing way to do that. So, How, how good it, are it, these instructors? Because I'm, I'm pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a no-judgment zone. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, very cool. We'll talk about it again, and we'll revisit it. Uh, but uh, for the, if I want more information on what's coming up, where it is, uh, I go to the website? Yeah, TobinCenter.org has everything that you'll need to know. Um, and when you get there, if you don't see what you want, if you go down to the left-hand drop-down, there's a community engagement um, tab, and it'll, you'll see things like HEB's Cinema and Wills Plaza program, our art initiative that we have, and Wellness at the Tobin. Very cool. All right, we'll come back and visit, I promise, on that. But uh, let's talk a little bit about um, the history. When did uh, the Tobin become the Tobin, and what is your, your mission? What guides you? Ooh, that's a trick question now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What do well, you... the Tobin, a lot of people will know the Tobin previously as the municipal auditorium. Right. Um, and it had been uh, used and much loved for such a long time and survived several near catastrophes um, and was uh, running into disrepair um, for a time when um, the Bear County um, Performing Arts uh, Group formed as a nonprofit to search for a location for a performing arts center that would highlight um, San Antonio arts organizations and nonprofits organizations and be a home for the, the San Antonio Symphony. Uh, as well as um, other organizations. And through their search, they identified the municipal auditorium as an ideal location. And so the city, um, through much negotiation, and I hope I have all these facts right, um, gifted the building and the property around to the Tobin, uh, to the Bear County um, Performing Arts uh, Organization. And then they uh, set forth, and I said, gosh, that started, I want to say, in 2004. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And it took a lot of time to find the resources, pull together the funding, um, to make the plans of what would work and what wouldn't work. And, of course, there was you know, the loss of, of our, our director who uh, unexpectedly passed away, and so that gets halted by the search for a new director. And um, with that comes an evaluation of, uh, you know, how how does this work and will it work? And 
And then we moved forward. In 2014, the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts opened with uh, much excitement, and it was home to the San Antonio Symphony, Ballet San Antonio, Opera San Antonio, as well as several other um, San Antonio-based arts organizations. And that's one of the things that, uh, you know, and I, I alluded to it at the beginning, is that folks might not know. Uh, maybe they've been to see a speaker at the Tobin, or they've been to see a, a concert or or dance performance, but might not know um, your relationship with these organizations. Um, talk a little bit about that, because through the help of of the Tobin, um, these organizations are, are able to not only uh, exist, but thrive. We certainly hope so. That yeah. is the goal. Um, and our resident companies have first of dates, so when we set, start setting in our calendar, and we start that several years ahead, so we're already working on 2024, 2025 even, um, we will uh, work with the residents first to choose what works best for them. Um, and um, sometimes there's some negotiation that happens there that the opera might prefer to have a certain time slot or the ballet finds that you know the Nutcracker slot needs to work a certain way. Um, sometimes they'll piggyback and share dates, and but there's a negotiation period. But ultimately, they get the first choice of the best dates, and they fill our calendar pretty much um, to the brim, which then leaves us with uh, weekends throughout. So we might get out of a given month, we'll have a week to to book with um, one-off tours. That's why you'll find that we do a lot of comedians. We'll do, we'll do a Broadway show like South Pacific, which is coming up on April uh, 9th, but we're only going to do that for one day uh, because that's all we have mm-hmm. available to put in. But it's okay because our main mission is to provide a venue for our resident companies. But with filling in with um, tours or lectures or children's shows – or even uh, private rentals and weddings and uh, galas, that income allows us to create uh, a sustainable uh, model that helps keep our residents' uh, costs down. And we're super proud that um, since 2015, we have not raised rents for uh, rehearsals or performances for our residents. Wow. Entire time. And we're actually diversifying what we do um, on the commercial aspect in order to bring those costs down even further. So recently this year, we've been, um, the board approved, and, uh, and we're kind of getting a little choked up about it, but um, we reduced their rehearsal rents by 20% with the idea that if we can continue to successfully build the commercial uh, production aspect of things, and that's not only things, uh, Tobin Entertainment that's happening in our building, but it's also happening in other buildings in the city, but Mm -hmm. also throughout the the nation. Oh, wow. Uh, That creates a revenue stream that then allows us to eventually take those costs away from the, the burden of the residents completely. I don't know how long that's going to take, but you have to have that goal in mind. Otherwise, it'll never happen. 
No. So you're striving toward it. And um, let me tell folks who we're listening to. You're listening to In the Loop. I'm Milton Glick. Our guest today is Rick Frederick. He's the Director of Resident Company and Community Engagement with the uh, the Tobin Center for the Performing Arts. We're talking about the Tobin. um, And uh, we're going to get into some more things that are happening there uh, in just a moment. But, you know, one of the things people don't realize, too, and, and you can touch on it if you like, um, is how important uh, uh, th- those organizations and the Tobin are to the city as a whole in terms of a quality of living, in terms of what companies look for, in terms of keeping downtown vibrant, uh, which also plays a part. So there's there's kind of this little covert importance that it plays too that people i don't think realize can you talk a little bit about that or do i have that right i think you do have that right and um you know there's another part of that when you think of community you think of the places that we gather we gather in our um you know buildings of worship and we gather um for the arts and i've always considered it um it's sort of a secular version of wherever two or more are gathered Hmm. um that the arts and the performing arts and, and especially art that is derived from a community represents the community. It is a, a, an outward expression of uh, the beauty and joy that, that exists in the community and in San Antonio in particular, you know, our, our unique energy and spirit. And to have uh, a performing arts center that houses right now six resident companies and and does everything that we can to make sure that they're flourishing and in the forefront of the identity of who we are i think that's that's key but you're right and there are the other aspects of when you think of commercial um industrial needs or business needs folks who are moving here want to know do you have a ballet do you have Mm -hmm. an opera do you have a symphony because that shows me that it is uh, uh, it is important to this community to not only gather, but to bring our spirits together to raise them up uh, in an artistic form, and that that's important and funded and, and well supported. So I have a weird question for you, Rick, that I just thought of. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. So, is there anything um, that it, let's say I haven't been to the Tobin in a while? Is there anything new going on? Anything that I'll notice that's, oh, my goodness, what is that? When did they do that? You know what a lot of people say is they don't realize that we have pre-performance dining. Oh. Have you been to Taste? No. Well, there you go. (laughs) Okay. Tell me about (laughs) pre-performance dining. So we have our new executive chef, Armando Lopez, is amazing and doing some really amazing things with the dinner. But if you can check on our website when you come in, or actually when you buy your ticket, or, uh, it'll usually give you the offering of pre-performing dining. And we do it in a couple different ways, a few different ways. One is um, a formal buffet, which is like a four-course um, dinner with a full bar. Um, and it's just a lovely way to go to the opera or to the symphony. And you come an hour and a half ahead of time, make your reservation, and it's all right here, and the food is amazing. If it's a more uh, relaxed atmosphere, like uh, a rock concert or a comedian or, you know, something that's a little less formal, 
we're going to still have food, but it's going to be uh, taste burgers and beer. Okay. And the burgers are amazing. And the, you have to try the um, jalapeno bacon jam burger. Um, which is, is this coming delicious. from experience? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and we also have a vegan burger that um, Chef makes um, from scratch, which is really good. Um, and that happens along the same time, an hour and a half before uh, the curtain time. Um, you can come here, grab something to eat. And if it's a, if it's a matinee, we've been doing brunches. Um, and um, if it's a smaller event, you might find that we'll be doing what we call lobby bites. Uh, which will be a small um, appetite, but they're always delicious, and there's always something happening. Cool. All right. Well, that gives me a good segue to talk a little bit about what's coming up, what's happening. You've mentioned uh, South Pacific. Uh, I know I received an email about Officer and Gentleman as a musical. Um, yep. What are some other things that are going to be happening in, oh, in the next month? Well, we have our Cinema on the Plaza is coming back uh, on the 11th, and every second Friday of the month when the weather's good, um, is that we have uh, free movies on the plaza sponsored by HEB, which we're incredibly grateful to. And uh, this month we're going to have Life of Pi, um, which is in honor of Pi, uh, National Pi Day, but also it's just a great movie. Very clever. Uh, we try to make movies that uh, are something for everybody, as we say, do with our programming. And um, this season of movies we really focused on um diverse directors um and uh, unique points of view and uh, this one's going to be amazing we have uh, our wellness on the plaza so we have zumba coming up on the 12th um mm-hmm. and we have officer and gentlemen that i said oh we do have the free concert on march 19th it's going to be our celebration of saint patrick's day oh good and it's called the pachanga de san patricio and so it is a cross-cultural blend of folk music traditions um, as interpreted through contemporary music. And we're going to be featuring uh, three bands for the day, and that is Bombasta, which are uh, a wonderful uh, organization. Uh, it, it's Barrio Big Band, and it's a 12-piece band, and you have to come ready to dance. <laughs> um, after them, we'll be sprinkling in with Irish dancers and uh, dancers from Veracruz. We have uh, a pinata protest we'll be performing and then super high energy um, accordion music mixed with contemporary music mixed with punk rock. And we're going to be closing the, the evening with um, Los San Patricios. And those uh, is a Irish Mexican uh, musicians um, coming together to celebrate the Battalion of San Patricio, which were the Irish immigrants that were taken from the north and brought down to the border to fight um, in the Mexican-American War. And when they arrived there, they realized that uh, the the, uh, Mexicans were actually Catholic and the country was beautiful, and so they defected and fought for the other side. Oh, wow. Yeah, and they became uh, it, they're really famous in um, in Mexico, and um, so it's our way of celebrating the the culture of who we are in San Antonio, the b- b- blend of uh, rich heritage, um, and it's going to be a fun day. 
Very interesting. Uh, we have PG coming up, too. That's going to be wonderful. Which one was that? I was talking when you were talking. What was that? Oh, I'm sorry. It's, no, no, uh, it was me. An, an Evening with Kenny G. Live. Oh. Very good. When is yeah. that? That is going to be March 22nd. This is a really great month. We've kind of slowed um, a little bit, but we're starting to pick back up. We have another saxophonist, uh, Chris Mitchell, coming up on the 26th. Our National Geographic Live um, series has yeah. been a really big hit. I don't know if you've had a chance to see any of them, but it's a wonderful, you know, we have the beautiful um, theater, and then you have the beautiful images that are shown, and the lecturers who come in and just share the information. And this next one is When Women Ruled the World on March 27th. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and I have not seen one, but I have talked to people who have and uh, they, they are just amazed that it is just yeah. it's incredible. So that's a good one. OK, we'll tell everybody as we're talking about these things, too. You correct me if I'm wrong, but if you can learn all about all the upcoming events by going to TobinCenter.org, T-O-B-I-N Center dot org and you can find out about that you can get tickets online you can uh find out you know kind of what's going what's free what's not all, all that good stuff uh by going to tobincenter.org um anything else that you're excited about i know you've, oh, you've well, covered a lot even if it's just down the road like oh my gosh okay i got to tell your audience this is not in march but boy oh boy come blank it's good this summer let's say it's going to be it's going to be a killer well, if you haven't been in the Carlos Alvarez Studio Theater, you really need to um, to check it out. And if you like uh, sort of a classical jazz guitar music, there's a musician who's coming who I didn't know who he was, but I saw his poster in the hall, and I looked him up and watched the videos, and the music is beautiful. It's Jesse Cook. Okay. He's a Tempest 2 tour. And that's going to be April 13th, and his, his musicianship is amazing. But the Carlos Alvarez Studio Theater is a black box theater that sits maybe 300 max, but it's going to be closer to 250. Um, so anything you see in there, uh, and especially music, is so intimate and so uh, just impactful that it, it's amazing to see. Um, and when you get a small tour coming in, like Henry Rollins in May, hmm. um, you you just can't believe the opportunity of being able to sit in a room that close to a musician and feel the music and just be a part of it. No, and that's, uh, is that the one that's kind of off to the side? Uh, it is. Okay, yeah, and I have seen there. We saw, I've seen a couple speakers in there. I haven't seen music, uh, but yeah, you are, you're, you're very intimate. It's, you're kind of a part of it almost. That's really yeah. And uh, the other best kept secret is one of our residents of Classical Music Institute um, Chamber Orchestra. Really interesting. Uh, they just explore music that you don't necessarily get to hear or see, and it's uh, they uh, they most often perform in the Carlos Alvarez, and their their musicians are uh, based here, but are from all over the world. And are world renowned, actually. Um, so it is a huge treat to be able to sit in that environment, in that closeness, and um, and be exposed to new music and young musicians who are just 
thrilled and expressive and unique. You know, you kind of, when you talked about uh, the theater, the Alvarez Theater, is that right? Did I get that right? Yeah. Um, It it also brings to mind, too, um, because I have been to the Tobin, and I have been down on the floor, and I have been up in the rafters, and there is not a bad seat in the Tobin. There isn't. No, it's wonderful. And Uh, you know what? I I, um, I surprised myself, and maybe it was coming back from the pandemic, uh, from being furloughed, and we're, you know, we're performing. We didn't slow down, but we did have to go to a skeleton crew. Um, which I'm grateful that our board and our leadership and Mike Fresher just did everything they could to protect everyone, to keep the building open and uh, create an environment that allowed us to return and return with with so much strength. But um, being in the HEB uh, hall and moving around the building while the symphony was playing mm. or while there's uh, even the ballet was, uh, you know, showing. Uh, hearing the music in the different levels was a shock to me. And so, you know, you always assume that the, the orchestra main floor is going to be the best seat in the house. But you know what? That grand parterre or the mezzanine, the sound blends in such a way that it even becomes fuller and more rich um so getting a box seat or you should never feel bad about no. getting a balcony seat because sometimes we'll offer people to move out of the balcony they don't want to because they think <laughs> that's, that's where i want to be that's where the sound is most amazing very cool all right our guest today uh, is with the tobin center it's rick frederick he is director of resident company and community engagement and also, Rick, we got about oh, 45 seconds. Real quick, tell folks about wellness on the, at the Tobin Center as quickly as you can, and then we'll wrap it up. You have to come out. We have something for everybody in every part of your being, emotional, mindfulness, um, physical, and social. Um, it's just a place to gather as a community, to dance, to celebrate life, to bring ourselves together, to meditate, or um, just to uh, be present and learn something new. But there's something always happening at the Tobin. That's the truth. Yeah. Hey, we're going to say goodbye for today. Again, the website, tobincenter.org, T-O-B-I-N, center.org. And uh, you can find all the information you need there. Rick, thanks for coming on the show. We'll say goodbye. I'm Milton Glick. Join us next week as we keep you in the loop. Thanks for joining us in the loop. We look forward to bringing you next week's show with Milton Glick. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.